You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Straight from the inbox, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. There's a husband that has emailed in saying, I'm not sure if I've thanked you before, but a couple of years ago I heard you say that when you get turned down, stop acting like a puppy walking away with my tail between my legs. It just ain't sexy. This change in attitude continues to yield benefits in many aspects of my relationship and communication. It forces me to just suck it up and ask for what I want and push through my fears of her response. This allows me to share more of all of my thoughts and on our, on our life. Sometimes I have to have self-talk and boost myself up in the moment if I get an undesirable response, but that's fine. I keep it positive and try to move on. By controlling my initial response and my body language, I do end up moving on and letting it go. I haven't imploded or melted into a puddle yet, so my fear becomes less caging. This keeps me from dragging things down and also gives her more freedom to respond. Thanks again. Keep telling us to buck up. We can do it, and the more we do it, the more we can do it. Well done. (laughs) Well done. Indeed, because this is kind of the whole dynamic, isn't it, where... We go into marriage and we think things are going to unfold and they'll be just all seamless and there'll mm-hmm. be a synergy there and and it'll just continue, right? Mm-hmm. We'll feed off each other mm-hmm. in positive ways. Right. But then lo and behold, there's the other side of that thing. Right. And we do feed off each other in negative ways right. too. Or I give too much credence to a response and it impacts me because I overreact or I take it personal or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then you're each trying to just play defense with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's marriage. Mm-hmm. And so what we try to do here at Sexy Marriage Radio, if you're new to Sexy Marriage Radio, welcome. Where you been? Yeah. Glad yeah. you found us. Uh, better late than never. Uh, but what we got going on here is just trying to talk about what goes on in married life, what goes on in your bedrooms. And the way we know exactly what to talk about is you let us know at 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And I'm going to put out a personal plea. What's that? Uh, I want to hear the voices more of the nation. I want to like like getting a call in to actually hear yes hear tone. We we get thing. regular emails mm-hmm. uh, daily mm-hmm. of uh, questions, comments, topics, uh, feedback, praise, whatever. And well, that's fantastic. That's been the th- a thread throughout the entirety of Sexy Marriage Radio. Yeah. But I'd love to hear your voice. Yeah. And if you're concerned about uh oh. I might be recognized with my voice. Um, it's okay. We can. I can even alter it. Just leave a little note at the end of the voicemail, and I can alter the voice a little bit, so you won't even know it was you. Beauty of technology. And a fun thing that can happen is it can create a dialogue mm-hmm. that can go on, because we've had times where you're not alone in this, and this is part of why my.smrnation.com exists, is it's a chance to have a dialogue Mm -hmm. with other people in the nation because we, while we're the hosts on the microphone of Sexy Marriage Radio, uh, we're just also along for the ride in marriage too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've got our journey that we're working on as well. And so we want to invite you to come be a part of the nation even more because I think that's what helps um, everybody be better. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a couple of your questions 
um, some about music, which will be kind of fun. Okay, yeah, I'm looking and forward to that. our answers, plus another plea to the nation, because this is going to have to be a little bit more of a collaboration, probably, to help, because we have our experience in some regards, but there's more There's more experiences available to, mm-hmm. to pull from. And then on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at... My um, hello, hello. I've been doing this for how many years? You can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smr academy. Um, we're going to have a conversation about when the low desire initiates. Good, because we do that sometimes. <laughs> All that's coming up on today's show. So here's an email from a husband saying, "My wife and I want to start implementing music into the bedroom." But all the playlists we found have been full of unnecessary foul language. Do you have any recommendations for Christian couples wanting to play music in the bedroom? There's all kinds of good options here. There are. Uh, I guess what is it, number one, I would say, what is it that moves you? Because surely music throughout your life already, there's been some things that have spoken to you and said, that'd be a really good Uh rhythm. In the bedroom. So I'd say, number one, maybe you make your own playlist out of things that already kind of move you. Right. And that's, that's, my, that's my initial thought, because what I, under, what I hear, and I've done this too, on, on exploring Spotify or iHeartRadio or mm-hmm. some of the different playlists that people have curated already. Yeah. Uh, even Pandora um, had that too, where you, but it takes a while to sometimes massage that algorithm to get it to where it's more of what you really do want right. and less of what you don't. Right. Um, same thing with Spotify, except for if you just grab somebody's playlist, you don't have a say on what plays because right. they've already curated it for you. Right. So the first step is curate one yourself mm-hmm. and, and work through what is it that you really do like. And it's just going to take some time. And it may be that you're listening to someone else's playlist and you just write down the songs that you really like from it. And Or the cool thing it. about technology, you can listen to someone else's playlist and click the little buttons on the side if you're using Spotify, because this is what I use, <laughs> and add it to your own. You okay, just that just showed the difference here. I like to write everything down. I have no idea how to use the technology that's in front of me. Great example. So, so follow Corey's lead, but understand the, top but the technology in front you of you. You could put the time in to create your own. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ways I would think about this to help, what would help you find what you want is some of, what are the ones that have spoke to you over the years? I mean, I think of way back when, when we were dating and mm-hmm. we were long distance and we made, I made tapes of music to send you cassettes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And I made cassettes for you. They yep. just weren't near as good as what you sent. There's going to be, you were the higher desire. I got a couple good songs at the beginning, and then I was like, oh, I like this song. I like this song. Uh-huh. And they were totally lame. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, the theme to Teletubbies just kind of was a mood killer, baby. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, but it's just when you, it, it just takes the time and the effort to kind of set it up. In a lot of ways, that's the same thing that a higher desire does when it comes to trying to set a mood, trying to create a date, trying to begin the process. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all part of this process. It's kind of foreplay for yourself mm-hmm. and ultimately for her. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about technology to me is you can create a playlist and then you can reorder it. You can shuffle it or you can move it to where, oh, that's a, that's a more high impact song. I'm going to put that further when we might likely be right where we would want to 
right. ramp it up even more. Right. And because we all have a rhythm and we all have kind of a known of, yeah, we need X amount of time to get into this thing. And then about this time, we'll be around this time for the, doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody has acts that go on in your sex life, if you just think about it. And so sometimes you can time it well. Yeah. So some of the favorite songs or artists for that kind of thing? Are we getting into any specifics here? Well, I wasn't playing it too, just because what works for what we really would like may not be what other people will like. Because I've heard, and I've come across this several times, I've okay. heard of people, and I, I think this is fantastic, that they actually, with their sex life, they uh-huh. have worship music playing. Very good. Because there's this, a sacred part of this mm-hmm. that goes on, and they're just honoring and creating it as a worship. And Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's not going to work for everybody because some people are going to be like, no, that's going to be a mood kill. Or some people might be hesitant to do so because they don't want to get that turned on when they're at church. There's all (laughs) kinds of mind things going on here, aren't there? Okay. I never thought of that. Could you imagine like, oh, that was such a great song. And then the next time you're singing it, you're just looking at it. We got to go. I can't stay here. We got you and I. We got to get, get we got to get out of yeah, here. My folk, uh, uh, there's got to be some point where my focus is on the Lord. <laughs> I think it would be there the whole time through, baby. Oh my goodness! But what All each right. person might like is what each person might like. Sure. And so what I'm going to ask is those of you in the nation that are at my, uh, involved in my.smonation.com. Jessica, I'm sure will set this up with a question. Yeah. Of what playlist have you found that are work that work? Via Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Pandora. I mean, what is it that works? Because some of those might be out there that we don't know. And maybe mm-hmm. somebody's already done some curating that could really be helpful with people. And what are your different tastes and likes? And that lets that we well, can kind of begin a dialogue. Yeah. Sure. And maybe that helps them navigate. Oh, I didn't even know about that song. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole, that's novelty in a lot right. of ways. Right. And so if music spices it up, cue tape. Right. So this is an email from a husband that says, I'm a recovering nice guy, and I've been seeing a therapist regularly for about three years. So I've been able to have some good discussions with him on my various frustrations about marriage and the depression I feel in the marital gridlock. However, my wife and I still have our moments of conflict, and we're currently in the midst of a two-year active stretch of sexlessness. While I've been able to progress in my own personal mental health, it seems like the nothing has ultimately changed in our relationship dynamic. We have four kids, busy work schedules, so those are factors that definitely create a challenge, but I truly feel as though my wife has shown little effort on her end to try to change things. She doesn't seem to make any effort in her own self-reflection of how she could own up to her own faults or seek personal growth. I feel stuck because my inclination as a nice guy is to do anything and everything possible to improve our marriage, but I feel as though it's not a healthy approach because it just be fa- I'd just be falling back into a pattern of placating my wife and giving her all the power, then I'd stew over the covert contracts after trying to go above and beyond in various ways and so on. Additionally, my counseling sessions with my therapist, it's become increasingly clear that we're at the point that it's going to take my wife to open up process her own issues and trauma and do her part to change as well. I've received some recommendations from other therapists with whom she and I might be able to do therapy, but when I ask her about it, she'd say, it hasn't worked in the past, we don't have time, and it's expensive. I asked her where she is on a scale of 1 to 10, and she even says she's like at a 2. I then calmly expressed that I felt like we were 
due for needing to make some serious improvements and after, asked her if she would resonate with that. She snapped back and said, why do you ask such stupid questions? And went on to say, of course she's unhappy in our marriage and was insulted that I even asked the question. I've tried to press her a bit and ask what other ideas she might have since couples therapy is off the table. She shut down the conversation and said it was a bad time to talk and was exhausted, which I get. It's a heavy topic to address, but this has also been a long, ongoing issue and struggle in our marriage. I'm exhausted from the years and years of contentious criticisms, cold shoulders, and feeling like I'm the only one putting in work. I've pondered divorce, but I really don't want to go down that road. Our children would be devastated, and I think the end result would be more grief than I'm currently experiencing over the broken dreams of a healthy and loving marriage. What else can I do to inspire my partner to participate in making the necessary changes? I don't want to make this be a manipulative, but is there some kind of power move I can make to wake her up to the reality that I'm utterly defeated and can't go on like this? So have we not done this one before? Because <laughs> I swear that question of why do you ask such stupid questions? It just sticks out to me, obviously, because that's painful to, mm-hmm. to say. So <laughs> this is a theme that has come up repeatedly. Yeah. Okay. Where a higher desire for marital improvement or sex or growth or whatever feels stonewalled and blocked. Yeah. By a lower desire, and the moves that are being made are reactions that keep them in their place. Yeah. Right? So, I, from the accounting and the way I log things, we have not done this specific email. And there's a couple of pieces in here that I wanted to pull out because they are different. Yeah, but it's just super similar to things Absolutely. That we do, right? Because if you think about it, though, a lot of what we face in marriage is this on a continuum. Hmm. It's either to this degree in severe, or it's a little bit moderated of that, but it's still there of, I'm blocked by what my partner is wanting or not wanting. I'm blocked by the fact, do I have an ally or not? Mm -hmm. And to the degree in which I have an ally or not. And so this is the dynamic of marriage Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And so you could almost say, Pam, that uh, almost every email fits some of this some of this. Sure, sure. I hear that's just such an escalating question. I mean, why do you ask such stupid questions? I can see how someone would just fly off and boom, you get, you totally then at that point get off the rails and you're not addressing. That is a huge way to divert the topic. So in in one way, it's a fantastic move to not really have to address it. Exactly. Right. So then how do I hone this back in and... Well, first off, just because the way you're framing this, I like, Pam, because this is recognizing if she's going to that severe of a move, yeah. dynamically and, fa- and fundamentally speaking, that tells me his moves are just as extreme. Hmm. Because okay. he's over-focused on her. Hmm. Right, because this is what I see a lot in, okay. in the in the clients I work with. I see this a lot, where the higher desire for whatever it is mm-hmm. overfunctions in the in the dynamic, which sets up this power dilemma. Okay, and then they use their overfunctioning stance as high ground. Mm. I am the one that cares more. I am the one doing all the work. I And that's a high ground. Mm-hmm. Rather than realizing if I'm putting so much emphasis 
on my partner, mm-hmm. am I, do I really have high ground? Or am I more like, likely manipulative? Mm. Or am I more likely acting out of insecurity because I need more response from her to feel better? Or I need actual sex to have validation of, as a human or a man, and it goes beyond just the pleasure and what we want to enjoy, which is in there too, most likely. Okay. But if I need propping up from my spouse, I've given away all my power to my spouse. Just like she's trying to avoid getting boxed in and feeling like, you know, why would you want to do, why are you going to bring that up? Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. and she's feeling like in the spotlight or the focus or the broken or whatever. When, because what I'm hearing in this is, this is, this is what jumped out to me is she sees he's utterly defeated and can't go on like this. Neither can she. Hmm. That's what's present is what I'm hearing from the way he's framing this. His map of it says they both are utterly defeated. So then if she's utterly defeated, you get, I mean, to me, ask the, the question, then why don't you go do something about it? Right? Why, Be, why, okay. why wouldn't you go to okay. a counselor? So, or? so let's, let's play it this way then. If she's if if that's the case, I'm trying to think of a little more innocent example of overfunctioning, underfunctioning. Let's let's say in our scenario, um, you're a little more haphazard with uh, cleanliness than I. Okay. You know, bodily or household. <laughs> Household. Excuse we'll, me, we'll, I go, just we'll go household. Did a Peter Brady and lost my voice there. <laughs> when it's time to change, mm-hmm. it's time to change. Um, we'll go household. And so, you know, over the repeated years, if something's just left out, I'll come by and take care of it. Mm-hmm. And yet, I might be really frustrated and say so or passive aggressive comments or statements. Mm-hmm. But if you know, fundamentally speaking, our system is set up to where. You don't really have to care about it. Not that you don't care about it, but you don't really have to have the fortitude of, oh yeah, I need to go, I want to go get that and actually follow through and do it. You could have the thought, but not do it because I'll come by and do it. Sure. The longer that is going on and and ingrained, the less likely you have to really confront, do I really want to be somebody that cleans up after themselves or not? I know Corey will do it for me. Right. And so there's an element of how this plays out on every subject to where he's wondering, what move can I make to get her to move rather than the move he may need to make is not do any moves. Call out what the dynamic is better. Hmm. Because if he was to say, when she answers it as I'm like at a two, and if he was to say something like, wow, so am I. I wonder what that means. You know, I'm utterly defeated too. And you just leave it. You just kind of sit in that struggle. Sit in that deep. Don't offer solutions. Just let it be. Yeah. Because I think too often, higher desires, especially when the higher desire is the man, they put on the tool belt. And they come up with, but this is the problem. Okay, here's the solution. Let's do this and let's do this. Because we've already, they've already, he's already been doing that. Right. 
He's already sought out every permutation that could have come above, come about. And, oh, we could listen to this and let's go here. And we could, and she's like, don't tell me what to do. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the fundamental nature of us as humans. I want to be connected to you, but don't tell me what to do, please, babe. Yeah, neither men or women exactly. really want that. Right. Yeah. And so I hear in this, the power move is recognizing what are the behaviors that each of you are exhibiting? What are they saying? Because it's different when he sits back and just seethes with, she doesn't show any effort towards X versus you start making the moves of, I'm going to make sure I'm in line with who I want to be. I'm going to make sure I am somebody that's worth being with. I'm going to make sure I am somebody I would want to have sex with. I would want, you know, if I was creating and living a vibrant life in marriage, what would that look like as I am? How would mm-hmm. I be acting mm-hmm. in that? Because so often, this was some couples I just had too. I use, I use this line at the end because I was trying all these different things to get them to see their own culpability. Yeah. And they kept, but he and but she all mm-hmm. the way through. They would, right. they would kind of hang on that and then they would shift it. And so finally at the end, I said, you know what? I need to apologize to you guys. Okay. And they were like, why? So, because you guys played graduate level blame game here. And I didn't bring my A game. I've been trying for an hour to get you guys to see what's your own culpability in this. And yet you guys are really, really good at avoiding that sticking and blaming mm-hmm. your partner. And that kind of woke them up a little bit. And they both were like, you could see them settle hmm. of like, Okay. And I think that's the kind of the idea of he's not doing the blame game of I've got all these, all this data of all the bad she's doing. It's the I've blame got game all of, the data of what she's not doing. I, yeah. It's the, it's what's missing mm-hmm. rather than what's the data of what she, what the behaviors are. And more importantly, what's the data of what your behaviors are. Mm-hmm. Because the longer you keep that thread going, the, the, the better the pressure is on the dynamic, then you can help make better decisions. Because this is a little bit of a long game. This is not a quick, because the power move of I'm done doesn't change things fundamentally unless you fully have underneath changed. Well, right. And, and, and you don't change overnight. Nobody does. And you fully expect then, if I'm changing, your spouse is seeing it, they fully expect you to go back to how you have been for the last however many years. Right. Right. So there's, it's got to be consistent and it's got to be lasting. You can't go back into the old ways or then you just. Well, but the old ways are still there because there's still semblances and it takes a while to change somebody's map. Mm Mm-hmm. Of you exactly. to allow yourself to be remapped exactly, and then for them to buy it, <laughs> to see that it is true. It's real. Yeah. I'm not buying it if it's just something I see for 24 hours or 48 hours. But this is possible. It's just sometimes it's recognizing my own blind spots. It's recognizing where I thought I had it in line, but I, you're right. I'm still focusing too much on her. I mean, I actually had somebody that just reached out that he just started listening a, a week ago and his wife has already said, what's going on? Interesting. Because he's binging. 
and it has totally shifted because it's the fundamental what we believe here at Sexy Marriage Radio of most of, there's a big, vast majority of our audience that has found us because they really, if they're honest, trying to change their spouse. Mm-hmm. And then they regularly keep hearing the message of, nah, it's the wrong, wrong path. Yeah. You got to change you. You got to deal with you. And I, I love this idea and this phrase that if you cannot self-confront, you cannot couple well. Mm. Yeah, I and, totally see that. So it's learning how do you do better by seeing who you are and your own culpability mm-hmm. and what's going on? Mm-hmm. He's trying, but he need, I, I'm hearing, man, you need to just kind of refine the view a little more. Not thinking of moves so much as what are you seeing and, and address that. Mm-hmm. Well, Pam, as we bring this thing to a close, I'm going to reference, you know, for those that w- missed the extended version, they won't quite know exactly what I'm talking about here, but um, how was the story? It was lovely. You're a good storyteller. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the other validation there. Yeah. I guess that was the undercurrent of why I just asked that question. Right. (laughs) Well, if you missed what we're talking about, feel free to join us. We'd love to have you uh, jump on board with the Academy, uh, go even deeper with us or just the extended content, either one. Uh, you can find more smrnation.com forward slash SMR Academy. But this has been Sexy Marriage Radio where we want your voice. I'll make the plea again. Uh, call us up, 214-702-9565. I can even alter the voice slightly to make it to where no one knows it's you. But we want your questions, your thoughts, your feedback. What did we miss? What's left undone? What's going on that's working? We want it all. That's That helps all of us be better. And we want to lift everybody up. That's the whole point of Sexy Marriage Radio. So thanks again for taking some time out of your week to spend it with us. We'll see you again next time.